Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get drunk. This right here is how we do it. Break it down. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast. We break things down to the very last compound. My name is Sumit, the art vandalay of podcasting. And my name is Chris Mitchell, a.k.a. the actual factual. So Art Vandelay, have I mentioned Art Vandelay before or no? I think you mentioned it on the last episode, but my question for you is, what the hell is it? Yes, yeah, so Art Vandelay is a Seinfeld reference. Art Vandelay is a made-up fictional character who's an architect that one of the characters takes as when he talks to... When he wants to seem um, important, he goes, oh, I'm Art Vandelay. So when in the world now and Reddit th- threads and stuff like that, people have kind of, kind of come up with the Art Vandelay thread, which is made up shit. So uh, I'm a made up podcaster. I don't actually exist. This is AI talking, actually. This whole episode is just me and AI. Um, and I thought I'd just freak you out. Okay. Well, I like it. It sounds It sounds expensive and it sounds fancy and it suits you. So... Art Vandelay, have I said it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Art Vandelay, Art Vandelay. Okay, yeah, George, yeah, we're up George with Costanza, that. Yeah, George Costanza from Seinfeld is probably one of the greatest sitcom characters of all time. He's just and he's just horrible, but is one of the best characters of all time. But when I hear to talk about characters, we're here to talk about soundtracks. Um, the Blooker Clarence, uh, the movie's out in theatres now. I'm not pushing it, I ain't, I ain't gone to the theatre. But... Um, the soundtrack came out and there was a whole palaver around Jay D'Angelo. Um, I should say off top that uh, James Samuel is a genius. He is just that, um, you know, shout out to him and, and all the work he's done, but we all talk some hip hop, uh, hip hop soundtracks and give some content to, to the listeners. So um, we thought we'd go through that, um, talk about the Hove song itself uh, and then just other soundtracks we've liked in the past that are hip hop related. So I'm talking, you know, the show Sold in the Hole, New Jersey Drive, uh, and then we can we can be on our way, and and um, the listeners can can have a fantastic day too. So let's start with the Book of Clarence soundtracks and the importance of soundtracks, especially for movies for people from people who are in the hip hop space. They're very important to us. We don't really get to have we don't get to occupy this space as much. Uh, mm. people of color mm. so it's very important that we get to have our time and you know um hard of they fall was great it's a good movie i, I enjoyed that but the book of clowns and soundtrack so what, what do you think chris in that in terms of the importance what, what, what are your thoughts i think hip-hop soundtracks and just soundtracks in general a really good soundtrack can really complement the movie experience i remember when i went to see training day at the cinema I went to the Odeon in HMV and when the credits came up and I heard, yo, Wolves, you best be ready. Bro, I left the studio, uh, the studio, I left the cinema immediately and I went to HMV and I bought the Training Day soundtrack. What I love about a good soundtrack is that the music or the themes represent the content of the film or the music is produced as a response to what's seen in the film. I remember when I, I read a story about Rakim, when he wrote Know the Ledge for the Jew soundtrack that, you know, he watched the film and went upstairs for like two hours and then wrote Know the Ledge. Uh, Master Ace told a similar story with the, with the original version of Crooklyn. They wrote to a whole new beat, um, Q-Tip, Special Ed. And Spike Lee heard their work and he's like, mm, you could do better. Gave them a private screening of the film 
and then they produced the Crooklyn that we all know and love. So yeah, in terms of in terms of soundtracks and, and my hip hop experience, really, really important. They always felt like an event as well. And what I love about soundtracks, like I'm a big wrestling fan. I keep saying this on the show is that my favorite pay-per-view growing up was Survivor Series. And the reason why I love Survivor Series is because you got those random matchups and tag teams that you'll never see again. So Survivor Series 91, you had Bret Hart, Virgil, British Bulldog and Roddy Piper, one night only. It's not happening again. And it's a similar thing with soundtracks. You'd often get these really unique collaborations that were really once in a lifetime. And I, I have a lot of positive memories tied with soundtracks and soundtracks are, I think, integral um, for the music listener and loving experience. As well put, my favorite is Royal Rumble. But having heard you say that, I change it now from this from from henceforth. Survivor Series is is the best because that's that is the best way. You think of Legion of Doom tagging up with like it, it. You would have all kinds of combinations that you wouldn't get anywhere else. So I actually like that. Um, before we get into hope, I want to throw something at you mm-hmm. as a curveball, but not as not to obviously take you off guard, but it's more of a, a starting point of going. Does Jay's American Gangster, which stands as a solo album in his catalog, does that can that be counted as a soundtrack? Even though it wasn't, in, uh, you know, it wasn't officially. It was originally going to be uh, a soundtrack to the album, much like how Kendrick Lamar did for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But I, from my understanding of the American Gangster album, Denzel was in the studio pretty much every night after filming Mm -hmm. they were watching the movie as it was being made and jay's making that movie so as you were talking about in terms of the importance of hip-hop soundtracks could we me and you right here on this day Mm -hmm. on this time could we put american gangster in in that category of soundtracks or not as a movie soundtrack in in my head in my head it's it's a movie soundtrack because you know when you the story around it he he saw the film and he was inspired to write the the music. Whilst it may not officially be, you know, the official soundtrack, it's like, what do the people say? What do the streets say, you know? Jeezy's second album is called The Inspiration, but when you ask a Jeezy fan what the second album is called, they'll say Thug Motivation 102. That's what the fans call it. Um, you ask the Beat Nuts fans, what's the name of the first album? Street Level even though it's never really been officially confirmed, you know? So yeah, it, it is, it is the soundtrack and it is a solo album. It's, it's the best of both worlds. It does, however, represent a trend in soundtracks that I'm still not totally behind. Um, and I'm not behind artist label driven soundtracks. So Black Panther was a good listen. Yeah. Black Panther was a good listen, but I feel with the label driven soundtracks, the tendency is to push the label acts and it doesn't necessarily create a, a seamless type of project for me. Um, it's predictable. And, you know, we'll talk about Black Panther, for example. I, I really feel they missed an opportunity with that soundtrack because I don't feel the music matched the theme or the event that Black Panther was. I think they missed a trick. They could have gone a bit more global in terms of, you know, African artists, etc. But, you know, sometimes it does work. And, you know, I think American Gangster, and I have to say this publicly because you've always championed the album, has definitely, you know, grown in, in stature in the last few years. And it's an album I've come back to a few times and I really, really enjoy it now. So, yes, I would definitely consider that to be the American Gangster soundtrack. 
Okay, that's that's fine. I would say probably the Black Panther soundtrack from a business point of view made sense because Interscope could have had it, but then also it's just from a Kendrick Lamar's point of view, from a Kendrick point of view, it also becomes part of his um, label deal. So he has a five label deal thing before he can jump out. Mm. So I think business wise, it probably made sense for them. Although I agree with what you're saying. Mm. I, think, I, I, I do um, want to add though, I do want to add, you know, label driven soundtracks are not a new thing. Like, you know, what comes to mind right now, a low down dirty shame that came out on Jive. The majority of the artists on that soundtrack were Jive artists. You had Keith Murray, extra prolific souls of mischief, but I just feel it's just, you know, when you listen to a low down dirty shame and you watch the film, it makes sense. I think the tendency nowadays is to kind of shoehorn songs into a soundtrack, label driven, push the labels artists. It becomes more of a, a, a marketing agenda as opposed to marketing a great piece of work. Capitalism. In a nutshell, bro. Capitalism. Capitalism. Okay. Um, speaking of capitalism, let's talk about Hove. Yes. Um, is it a lot was made? <laughs> Go on. And I was going to say, is it is it capitalism? Because anytime you um you text me and you mention Hove, it's always in capitals. Yeah, it's 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 my autocorrect. Come so on. What the world, the universe is telling me. Now I don't write Hove in text form. It's the universe. It's okay. Hove in my phone. All right. Just doing it anyway. But um, a lot was made of um the revelation that prior to the soundtrack coming out there was a nine minute song with d'angelo god bless d'angelo um jay-z and james samuel mm -hmm. um and that was in a talk with um elliot wilson james and 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 jay um at a screening and a lot was made of it and a lot of people have come because the expectation that is landed with that much like i guess um uh, andre 2000's flute album a lot the expectation would be this is not good. This is trash, blah, 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 blah. And I liked it. I, I, I think it's a point you made earlier about how you like soundtracks. I'm the same where it, you know, is in response or as part of a part of a scene of a, a part of the movie. And they mentioned that actually it's a part of the scene in the movie and it works. Um, I think there's a, the thing I love about the song is just the musicality of it. Yes. The thing that sticks with me. Yes. The, the thing that sticks with me is the lovely vo the vocals. I think her name is Kendra. She she her vocals really pierce through and beam through, even sometimes over D'Angelo. Sometimes at parts D'Angelo feels like he's doing backing vocals, where Kendra is just kind of like singing through. But the kind of I love you so that kind of harmony is the thing that continues to play in my head at all times. Okay. Um and I think that it, I think what did you expect from Hove? He's in his in his Chappelle era where Chappelle isn't telling jokes or Chappelle is telling jokes, but he's telling it like he's just talking to you. Right. Now right. it's, you know, the, you know, where you watch, um, you know, a Chris Rock special, you know, the joke is coming because he's in that zone, especially the, you know, older ones. But when you're looking at Chappelle now, he's sometimes just talking to you. At oftentimes not all the time but he's just often talking to you and you will hear a story and that's what jay's doing he did it on god did he's that he, he's in that zone so i think the expectation was for hove to be rapping and then the inevitable thing comes so hove's lost it we're not getting another album he's busy man he's got other things to do but i i really felt that the song itself 
I don't think it got overhyped. I don't think there was anything outside of this is a great song and it is a great song. It's the best one on the project for me, not because of the people involved, but I think it's the best one for me. Um, Doja Cat does well. Kodak Black surprised me definitely, but this is the standout song for me, I think, on, on, on this soundtrack. Well, I am well said, bro. I'm still, I'm still going through the soundtrack, but in relation to the Jay-Z and D'Angelo song, for me, the hype was one, you don't hear from D'Angelo often. D'Angelo occupies a space where he speaks when he feels he needs to speak. And it's an event. From what I can gather and correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first time that Jay-Z and D'Angelo have collaborated, right? So that's big. The closest they got to this in terms of collaborating on the soundtrack was Belly. When um, Jay-Z had Crew Love and D'Angelo had Devil's Pie. And I also think in this age where songs are getting shorter, having a nine minute song as your first ever collaboration with two of the greats is a statement in itself. It's a massive, massive statement. And I listened to this and I just thought the musicianship was insane. It was out of control. It's what I call big people's music. This is not music for the children. This is not music for the weak hearted. If you're serious about music and chords and progressions and the art and science of creating a song, this song is, is, is the one. It could easily fit on a Roots album. I was listening to it and I heard sprinklings of Justice League. It was, it. the music was so lush and I, I, that's a bit of an overused word, but it's lush. And I feel it really, really matches it matches the moment. D'Angelo sounded beautiful. I did not expect less. Jay-Z's delivery, well, it took me by surprise because it was a lot more measured, almost spoken word-esque, I would say. But again, you know, we are in this, this age when it comes to Jay-Z where I feel as a Jay-Z fan since 1996, it's less about impressing people and more so about impressing a message on the people. And I feel he's doing he's doing a he's doing a good job of it. He's doing a very, very good job of it. Is it the greatest Jay-Z verse ever? No. Does it have to be? No. But I think in terms of what the song required, it was a nice sprinkling of seasoning. It was a nice sprinkling of it was a nice sprinkling of seasoning. And Jay-Z and Delangelo look, that's just another list of wishless wishless collaborations that we can tick off the list. Yeah, him and Sade, I wouldn't say that was memorable, but it, it was... Oh, it was yeah. It's like, there. You see what I'm saying? Like, he he will have that, and I think for him, he would be excited to be working with D'Angelo, but that song is or is orchestra. It's orchestra. That's the word. It's orchestral. James Samuel is, is, is absolutely directing everyone in that song mm. as much as he's doing it in the movie, which is well why said. he is a genius. The reason why he can get people on board is because he has that in him. Um, I don't claim to know James very well, mm. but from what I know of him, what you see is what you get. And he is that dude. He is that guy. And so I think, like you said about, you know, D'Angelo on his own time, I think, yeah, but he, there's a respect. There is something that Jay said on a spaces with uh, Twitter spaces or X, whatever it's called, um, uh, about the song and said that there's someone's verse or someone someone else was on that song that is no longer on it. 
and I'm sure we'll find out. And James started, pr- proceeded to call Jay a snitch because <laughs> um, he's like, you always tell me I've got a big mouth, but actually, why are you laying out the big... He's like, I don't want to let anyone... I want to tell the full story. Mm. So there was someone else that was supposed to be on the song, and I'm sure that will come out in due time, but someone was, someone else was supposed to be on that song. You have no idea who it is? I have no idea. I, 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 have, I have thoughts and feelings, but I will not disclose such thing. I don't. I, I really don't. I think if you I'm knew, I don't. Th- I don't I think no you'd idea. say here. I don't think you'd say here either. So no, of course not. Absolutely, mm. absolutely not. But anyway, so it's a, it was. It was a good song. I'm looking. I am really looking forward to seeing it. Uh, Me too. Like a dummy. Like a dummy, I didn't pay attention to any of the marketing. I thought it was going on Netflix. Me too. So it's not on Netflix. Friday. No, on on Friday, I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have some time to myself now. I'm I've I've done some work. I'm blocking that out. I want to sit on Netflix, and I'm like, where is it? I'm like, Netflix. What are you doing? Are you are you are you um, hating on my people? What's going on? What's going on? Mm. And then I realized that it's in theaters at the moment. Okay, so it's not it's not it's uh, it only did like three million over the weekend. So okay. they're gonna have to ramp that up, but I suspect once it gets to Netflix, it, it will pick it will up because Harder They Fall was was bomb, and yeah, but shout out to, to James. But I do want to see it because I think the the story and what I've seen of it, I think I it it pulls me in anyway. So definitely, definitely. James is British, right? Indeed, he's Seal's brother. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all Seal's right. brother. He's so Seal's I've got to support home now, team. And, and, first of all, that's you yeah, know, yeah, that's Britain. And, and, We've got to support that. Oh, 100%. And, and the thing I, the thing is, and I should say, I should clarify, I don't want to offend my political connects, not on this one. Um, James is Seal's brother, but people don't see him as Seal's brother. Does that make sense? That's a good thing. He's his own person, That's a good own thing. entity. He's done that. Because it's very hard when Seal is your brother. Mm. That it's not oh, that's overbearing, but it's the thing of going, oh, that's James, that's Seal's brother. Nah, bro. No, no, that's James Samuel. Bro. He's director. He's, you know what I mean? Seal wrote Kiss from a Rose, bro. <laughs> you, yeah, you better stay away yeah. from that one. That's a big and, shadow, and you the, know? The, absolutely. But the thing about James and the creativity and the energy and the person that he is... He has done, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say no names. Mm. It's not for me to say, but what I will say is behind the scenes, he's doing a hell of a lot for the talent in the UK to be heard about by people up there. So I, all I will say is that it's always good for people like that to sing the praises of others who are coming up, who are actors, writers, directors. James does that. Yes, yeah, dope. And, and, I wish him all the best. Stop. Um, it's always good to hear. For sure. It's always good to hear about people doing doing good things quietly. Um, I respect it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, he's not going to say what he's done, but I'm like, oh, I heard. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's real. I've got a term. And that's that's got, how it should be. I've got a term. Find out at my funeral. When my, when my grandma died, my grandma was out here saving lives, bro. And we never found out until we put her in the ground. Like my, my grandma was just... Wow. You know, roaming the earth. You know, someone had a baby and the dad's not around. My grandma's putting money in the woman's hands. So yeah, and don't, she's not telling anybody. We found out when she died, bro. Someone was like, yo, your grandma did this. She did this. And I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah, so we'll find out at um, James's funeral. As morbid as that sounds. But yeah, yeah. Okay, so other sound. Let's, let's talk very quickly about yes. other soundtracks. Yes. Um, do you want to go with some of your favorites, bro? And talk about some of the just let's do let's do some of your favorites and mm-hmm. one or two songs that you like, and cool. then we just and then we wrap up. Cool, bro. I live and die. The greatest soundtrack of all time, Soul in the Hole, 
Don't talk to me, yeah? That album, you see Loud Records, yeah? Bro, this album, this soundtrack is put together like an album. The reason why I love this soundtrack is, okay, so Soul in the Hole is a basically a basketball documentary. The soundtrack is so good. I don't care about the film. Thematically, what they did with the tracklist, so the album opens up with a song called The Game of Life by Dead Prez. Dead Prez, Dead Prez, yeah? Track one. This song is not even on any of their projects. Track one. You have MOP, Common, High Expectations, Wu All-Stars, Timbo King, Shaheem, Takitha, Killer Sin. You got OC. OC closes the project. Brand Nubian, Dark Mind, Mob, Mob Deep. Deep. Big pun. Source All on one money. album. Please, please, stop source it. Mother. Source Mother. Source Money on a premier beat. Stop it. Stop, I beg of you. Stop it. Against the grain, bro. Come on, Against man. Against the grain. The GOAT soundtrack. I mean, it may literally not be the GOAT soundtrack, but as you can hear from the excitement in my voice, I live and die by this album. And shout out to DJ Snips because he also recognizes the greatness. And he's the only person I know that has recognized its greatness publicly outside of my wife. Big up to Snips. Soul what? in the hole. Yes. I have the cassette, bro. I've shown you that. What's, what, we've talked about this before. Have we? Sorry. Am I not getting? Sorry. Yeah, we, so, so I'm being, I'm being, I'm being facetious. I don't care. Um, so, uh, when the once upon a time, um, for for the, I think they call millennials, maybe not. I don't know. The new people. There was a thing called Clubhouse. Um, one mic, one mic, one mic. That place. <laughs> I hated it. Me, me, <laughs> me, and Chris did a room where we hosted and we talked about hip hop soundtracks. Oh yeah. I think they went on for like three hours or something. Oh, bro. And we talked. And time. no, you, you, we were wasting time, but we had time to waste. Um, it was COVID and that. Mm. But um, Soul and Hole, definitely. I, you know, The Dwellers, bro. But I forgot about The, oh the my Dwellers. God. Oh, my God. <sighs> Come on, man. Yeah. Common. Yeah. It, I, I, I personally, for me, for me, and this is just for me, the best soundtrack of all time. Is Wild Wild West, Will Smith. You've got to That's stop it. Me. You've got to stop it. You've got to stop it. <laughs> There's some good songs on there. Don't get, so, don't no. get me don't get me wrong. No, no, don't. Cool Mo D, Drew Hill, and no, you Will gotta Smith relax. You gotta on relax the, on 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 the on the top. You gotta relax. Man said Wild Sorry. Wild West. You know, man. Hold man, man didn't even say I, juice. He didn't say above the rim. He said Wild Wild West. I, w- I would say that my favorite is Sold in the Hole. I think Training Day has an excellent soundtrack. Yes, the song with um, um, M.O.P. and Crumb I, Snatcher is insane, insane. Yeah, but but like if you think about late night action on on Soul the Hole from Organized Confusion, like it's just different. It's different I, gravy. I think it's that survive. I'm I'm thinking about the Survivor Series analogy you used earlier. Mm-hmm. It's the best. It's the best representation of that. Do the right thing, fight mm-hmm. the power. That that there was moments where you just thought that was great. But these are different. These are different types of songs. Mm. New Jersey Drive. That's a good one too. You know, yeah, they, they had two volumes. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah. two volumes. That was that was a that right, was a flex. Right, right. That was a flex. The show you got. I'm, I'm rhyming reason, but I for me it's. I'm I'm gonna throw another Charles one in there. Man. Do you remember Go on. High School High? High school high is a good high one. high school high had it had um 
Large Professor and Pete Rock, the real world, or the sorry, the rap world. It had a uh, real live get down for mine, Scarface, Faith Evans. That was a good soundtrack. I mentioned I mentioned Low Down Dirty Shame. That was a really good soundtrack. That's the um that's the project that really put um extra prolific from hieroglyph- hieroglyphics on my radar. Like hieroglyphics had like three songs on there. That was a good soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think above the rim. I above the rim the is a classic, song. bro. Above the rim is a classic, man. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Juice to juice to. Yes, but for me as a if you're going from top to bottom, mm. for me, just for me, I don't want anyone to come for me. It's soul in the hole. It's soul in the hole. Yeah, it's that, and and then and it's just my favorites is it's soul in the hole training day. Um, but for me, nothing nothing comes close to to soul in the hole, man. We, like, we can't, I we, love, can't I we can't forget boy, uh, we can't forget boys in the hood bro no i i love the movie more than the soundtrack got you you see what i'm saying got you. like like menace society good yes, soundtrack too absolutely M- mca good soundtrack too but i like the movie more than i like the soundtrack got you with soul in the whole i like the soundtrack more than i like the movie that that's just me. It, in 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 some ways, I could say the same about Get Richard I Trying. Although I do, for some reason, that like was a Richard great I soundtrack, you know. But Hustler's Ambition, yes, my, my that's, God, that's that an example of a, a, a that's an example of a label driven soundtrack that I actually like. So let me take back what I said earlier. That's a great soundtrack. That's fifty, that, yes, that's, but that's fifty. It was that's curated 50. beautifully, bro. I mean, come on, man. He he could have put Hustler's Ambition on the massacre. Nah, he like, no, no, no. I need my soundtrack to pop. Mm. He put Hustler's Ambition on that. Are you mm. mad? I mean, Eight Mile hasn't got a bad soundtrack if you think about I it. I mean, it's got Gangstar it, on there. It's a freeway. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a good soundtrack, soundtrack too. It's just that it gets overshadowed by the fact that the songs are so big. Like lose yourself was yeah is iconic yeah right it's yeah. what it's what Caucasian people look in the mirror and and get psyched up for right I'm yes. telling you bro um, if you look at the the video of the January sixth insurrection yeah put it on mute and then play lose yourself no don't say that don't it say all that. makes sense bro I, I, it all makes sense I know I I've I've definitely used that song to hype myself up it's a good gym it's a good gym song oh no that like song 50 is dead 50 is good gym music no, that song is no, dead no no it's not clap no Eminem's um, soundtrack contributions are a bit clap still <laughs> I want to I want to throw one more soundtrack in there this is a underrated nugget and I'll tell you how I heard of it I was watching ECW back in the 90s and Joey Styles, the commentator, said that Rob Van Dam is going to be taking some time off wrestling because he's got a film to, to do. Black Mask. The Black Mask soundtrack on Tommy Boy Black. If you don't know Tommy Boy Black, it was their kind of Tommy Boy subdivision where they, you know, like when they went and did rap, rap, rap for, you know, the, the, the post-2000 era. Bro, this soundtrack is absolutely bonkers. It's got the Farai, Jig Masters. I swear... Um, Royce was on there, Strickland, wow. um, Half a Mill, Everlast is on it, DV Alias, Christ. Bad Boy soundtrack. What? Bad Boy soundtrack. I have it. Okay. I have it. Sound, the, we, I, me, I remember talking, when we talked about the Clubhouse one, we mentioned Street Fighter 2. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. The soundtrack was so good, yeah? They invalidated the film. They knew the film was trash. They said, we have to fix this. Yeah, and they and they made it. Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Nas one on one, great song. 
I think Rush Hour had a good soundtrack. Yes. Rush yes. had a good soundtrack. Yes. Rush Hour had a good track. It's a nice fun listen. And label heavy, but good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. And and I like the way they incorporated the movie in the soundtrack mm-hmm. as well with the snippets. Mm-hmm. And it made it feel like it was part of the moment. So, yeah. Belly was uh, a decent that's, that's soundtrack too. Belly was too. Belly There's a Jay-Z too, song. I like Belly the movie. Go ahead. Go on. No, no, no. You go. You I'm go. saying one of my favorite Jay-Z songs, Crew Love. With uh, Beanie Siegel and, and Memphis Bleak, that beat. When I heard, bruv, it's cruel love, Rockefeller till we die. Listen. Wow, 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 wow. I love, I love Jay, man. I love Jay. Um, Good the, times. Uh, other thing I was going to say, now you mentioned, now that you mentioned Jay, Streets is watching. Wasn't bad either. Yes, um, there's a couple of songs on there I really love. Love for Free with Rel. What's the posse cut at the end? Yeah. With Wise what, P. With, uh, on street? Uh, Memphis Bleak. Street is watching? Yeah, yeah, there's a posse cut on, on there. I have it, I have it here. One, one second. Let me, let me pick up the vinyl while we talk, right? So I've got it on my iTunes. Celebration. 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 You and your... Celebration. Celebration. Yes. 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 Uh, I don't remember. I, I, I might have to go back. I might have to go back, bruv. I don't remember. I don't Please remember. go back. And when you speak to your political connects, can you ask them why the clean version of that song is on the explicit version? I would really appreciate an answer. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Yeah, I, I hate I, it. I still, I still want the... I still want the songs without the DJ Clue shout-outs. Can you, yeah. you know what? There's a marketing scheme. If, if Imagine they re-released all the Clue songs without the mixes or the vocals. I know that might be a project because yeah. files may not exist and sessions may not exist, but they, no one cares. They don't care. Yeah, no, no one cares. cares. No one cares. It's money. No it's money cares. to no do one that. Cares. I don't, n- no one cares. Like, we care about diamonds in the rough. They don't care. You know what I'm saying? They don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man's came through with the dough and no one kiss. No one cares. That's how it goes. That's Mickey and Mallory goes. and that. Mickey and oh, Mallory. Yeah, Mickey and Mallory. But what, what people do care about, seem to care about while we, while we wrap up this episode now, what they seem to care about is Drake and Most Def. Um, do, mm. you wanna, do you want to spend maybe, maybe 10 seconds on this subject before we go? It's likeable. <laughs> Do you know what? Let's leave it there. Um, you can follow us on social media at Break the Atoms, Twitter and Instagram. Chris's handle is at I Am Kinetic. Mine's is at Hip Hop Chronicle. You can catch us next week on another episode. Peace and love. Peace. Peace.